CSL, Charlotte Sports Live. I think that, you know, we are in a good position. I think we can be a playoff team this year. Um, I'm not necessarily feeling that we have to add, you know, a lot more talent. Here we go with the playoff talk again. <laughs> Mellow Ball is the NBA's latest $200 million man and owner of the largest contract in Hornets history. So now the pressure is on to deliver. And those are very lofty expectations, something we've been talking about around here for Seems like, oh, I don't know, 15 years, 20 Forever. years, 40 years, 50 years. <laughs> Welcome inside Charles Sports Live tonight. That's Carly Gebhardt. I'm Will Kunkel. Question of the night. You heard me bring it up a couple minutes ago with Brian and Alicia. Song is better. Which one? Shares Believe or Shares uh, Turn Back Time? Believe, I think. Yeah. Nailed it. That's it. That's hard. Is the show over? Are yeah, we done? Are my job's done? All right. We also are one week out from Panthers training camp. I can't believe that. And we're getting an inside look to how equipment crews get all of that gear down to Spartanburg. But we do need to show some love to Buzz City because, uh, yeah, we did get to hear from LaMelo today. Yeah, LaMelo Ball is here to stay. As general manager Mitch Kupchak said, Ball is a cornerstone piece of this franchise. He's the first player in Charlotte history to earn a rookie max deal, the $260 million, which the contract could be up worth to that amount, is the most in franchise history as well. Up to the moment he resigned, there was a lot and a wild amount of speculation, irresponsibly by the national media, frankly. Whether he would leave, does he want a bigger market? I have said from all along that he's going to take that money and he's going to run with it, and he did. And he also loves it here in the Queen City. The decision, it wasn't really hard. I mean, all my years here, I had a good time. Life wasn't bad. You know, the basketball aspect, if that's not really going well, you kind of want to, you know, live your life and just have fun and, you know, just be living well. So in Charlotte, I was doing that, so it just all felt like a great choice, and I just, just made it pretty much. We have not had great success as a team, which is something that, you know, will change. That's our stated goal. But to have a player like him back with us, choose to come back to us, um, it's exciting, and I would hope that's exciting for the city of Charlotte. So I was talking about the contract earlier. He could earn up to $260 million with incentives, but even his base deal blows every other former Hornets contract out of the water. Five years, $206 million. Gord Hayward is behind him with a four-year $120 million deal. Nick Batum, remember that contract? That was worth five years back in 2016. Five years and 120 mil as well, which is Gordon's deal. Terry Rozier signed in 2021 for four years, 96, and finally Cody Zeller signed a four-year with 56 million dollar deal, also back in 2016. Let's now bring in the NBA guru, Mike Lassat. You came back from all your wrestling adventures, <laughs> the Disney, Disney World. Yeah, you know, if you tuned into mm -hmm. NXT last week, I was. You were this there. is legit. You go on YouTube right now, you'll <laughs> find me in the front row wearing a camouflage Shawn Michaels shirt going crazy with some of the moves there. It was a great night. And Disney World, you have not lived until you've eaten in space. This was his family vacation, and he spent 60% <laughs> of, of the time alone at That is not true. <laughs> that, that, like Your national treasure, Mike, it's all right. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I want to say to you, you, you said irresponsibly for the media to think that he might bolt. I mean, it was just, it, it, it's the national media that has no idea what's going around here. They, they do it with the Hornets, and they do it with Cam Newton, and they do it with the Panthers, because they don't follow him daily. So they just speak out of pocket about it all the time. Here's my question. Do you look at LaMelo Ball and say, there's a guy that's loyal, or there's a guy that wants money over wins. 
I don't look that's at any way. player that's loyal because they, no, yeah. they don't have to be loyal. Right. Like, they want to win, but they also want money. And Lamelo's young to where he can take the money now and try to build something here. And then also get another contract elsewhere if it doesn't work out. It definitely is interesting. I mean, my, my thought is you know, the market to win was probably out there for him a lot more than Charlotte. I mean, I, I think he signs us knowing, hey, we're not going to win a championship in the next three years. I mean, so to That's me, fair. to me, I look at it and say, you know what? I, I appreciate the fact that he wants to be here in Charlotte, but I also question whether or not it's about the money and not allowed. But it's always bigger. kind of about the money until a certain stage, right? Like we see players do this in all sports. Damian at the Lillard, end, yeah, they yeah. start chasing rings. Chris Paul, Kevin Garnett, is chasing rings. And listen, it's not apples to apples, but in our business, do we want to be at a number one ranked station in a market, or do we want to get the most money that we can for our family until the end, right? Yeah. It's always about the money. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, though, with Lamella Ball, though, is talking about his expectations to to meet the standard up to that contract. Not only that, but guys has to stay healthy this season. That, oh I mean, gosh. every all eyes are on him to stay healthy I mean, and see if he can stay on the court. You look at all those contracts that we just saw on TV. I mean, and, and, and they're busts. Yeah. If he gets hurt, this has the potential not only to be the most expensive contract, but to be the biggest bust in team history. And there have been a lot of busts, too. I don't think Terry's a bust. I think Terry's been pretty dang good. Uh, you think? Yeah. So? I mean, you you, you would so. go that way? Yeah, I think he's been pretty dang good. I, don't I know think he's a volume shooter. That if he were That's on the team, he you know he's getting a lot of shots because he's here. It's funny to see how the market has changed in the NBA because all of those were from 2016 now yeah. to present day. As you well. know what it was? It, it, major point was that Nick Batum contract. The issue with that contract was the TV money went up huge, so they had to give it to somebody. Yes. Like it's not as bad of a contract as people think. It was a bad contract because he was bad. <laughs> But they had to give the money to somebody. That's just the way it worked. That was the year that Matt Delvadova got like a billion dollars. Okay, that's it. We got well, it. Well, let me ask you this question. I mean, you there say you he's not a bust. What has he done? What is Terry? He's been good. Is, as he, as he, as we're not seeing him. You're not buying tickets to see a Hornets game to see Terry. No, but here. there's a lot of guys that are good that you don't buy tickets to see in all sports. Like he's been good for the team. I'm not saying he's been great or he's been really worth the contract per se, but you got to give the money to somebody and you got to have somebody on your roster. He's we been got, notable as well. Yeah, yeah, we got to yeah. move on. So Fair we've start. covered yeah. the Hornets. Now let's cover the Panthers, and we are just seven days away from Panthers training camp in Spartanburg. The first practice, July 28th. That's a week 26. from today. 26. Sorry. 26, that's, that's right. Uh, that is a week from today, and uh, Charlotte Sports Live will be at Wofford College even earlier with an exclusive content and interview starting Sunday. That is right here on your official home of the black and blue. And getting everything needed for camp down to Spartanburg is certainly no easy task. The process has already started and takes a handful of people on the Panther staff to make it all a reality. We are uh, talking on field and exercise, equipment, office supplies, and community relations gear all packed aboard more than a dozen moving trucks for an hour and a half. That's the drive down to 85 to Wofford College. Every year, the goal is to make sure that the players and coaches are actually happy once they get down there. Really, we just want everything to run smooth. Uh, we don't want the limelight. We don't want our names known. We just want practice to run smooth the move to camp to go flawless. When we travel, we want to we want the players and coaches to be able to get to their spot and go right to work. Toner says <laughs> in his 27 years with the franchise, his crew has never left 
anything behind, which is kind of hard to believe. <laughs> See, as soon as you say that now, they're yeah. going to forget little Timmy down there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check it out. Trading camp schedule. Like we told you, first practice July 26th. Fan Fest back up here at Bank of America Stadium August 2nd. Then on the 9th and 10th, down in Spartanburg again, joint practices with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, as well as Hard Knocks is in town. Now, this is a critical training camp for, and preseason, frankly, for Matt Corral. Last year's third-round pick. Remember the Panthers traded up to go get him? He's kind of an afterthought with a lot of fans because you got Bryce Young and Andy Dalton. The quarterback room seemingly is set. You're not really thinking about your third stringer a lot. You can't fault Corral, though, I mean, for getting hurt last year. That's what happens. It's football. He suffered a season-ending injury in New England. It's all about what have you done for me lately. But with Corral, they're going to give him, I think, a lot of snaps. He's going to get a majority of the snaps. Bryce Young is going to get a, like a quarter here. And then in one of the games, whichever one they pick, He'll play, probably play a half, right. and that'll be done for him. He probably won't play the third game. Um, but Matt's got to get his stock up because yeah. Scott's not going to just get rid of him, Scott Fitterer. But you want to be able to trade Matt to somebody that could use him, but you got to get his stock up in order for that. So you want to put Matt in the best position to do that, and that's going to be the preseason because he's not going to see any time during the regular season unless something goes horribly wrong with both Bryce and Andy. What do you think? they're going to do with him, though. Just I think right they're going to try to trade him. Try to trade him, yeah. Like, you've got to get Despite something back rule. for him. I don't – I don't. I never thought they should have traded for him in the first place. You don't take a flyer yeah, on a guy in the third, third round. round. It just mm – -hmm. it didn't make sense to me. But everything at the end of last year was, like, throwing everything at the wall trying to save <laughs> Matt Rule's job and whatever the Panthers wanted to do. And we saw that, the quarterback position primarily. So – here they are, and you just try to recoup some of your assets. Yeah, hopefully and, it's yeah. a good opportunity to for him to get some different eyes on him, though. If he could get something for Robbie Anderson, he might get a first-rounder <laughs> for Matt Corral after what he did with Robbie. I couldn't believe what Scott was able to do. That's Shout out point. to the Cardinals. Yeah, following training camp, though, here is Carolina's preseason schedule after they host the Jets again August 12th at the bank. The Panthers fly to Jersey for a meeting with the Giants. Then it's back home to wrap up the preseason slate against the Lions. Again, you can watch both the Jets and the Giants right here on Queen City News. Yeah, just to wrap it up, with all that being said, the next three to four years, I will be attending the University of North Carolina. One of the top receivers in the country is headed to Chapel Hill. It was down to three schools for Providence Day wideout Jordan Ship, and he decides to stay in state and suit up for Mac Brown and the Tar Heels. The four-star prospect chooses UNC over Michigan and NC State. And now speaking of the Chargers, everybody is going to be targeting them this season after they won their second straight title last fall. Like, these guys are good and everyone wants to beat them. Absolutely. And Gabe McDonald got a first-hand preview of the squad loaded with Division I stars as they look to go for that three-peat this season. It's definitely harder to stay on top of the mountain than climb the mountain. Um, obviously, there's going to be an extra chip on your shoulder when you're climbing the mountain. Um, but realizing this team isn't last year's team. While that is true, the 2023 version of the Providence Day Chargers still has stars all across the board. Despite entering the season with a target the size of Charlotte on their back, the pressure isn't phasing this group. I love the pressure. A lot of these other schools in this area don't think we are what we are. But, I mean, at the end of the day, every, every team we played in this area, especially the public schools in this area, We've, hand, we've handled them just fine. Everything for this team starts and ends with five-star quarterback Jaden Davis under center. The Michigan commit is coming off a stellar junior season that ended with him being named North Carolina Gatorade Player of the Year. But there's a young man in the trenches who is also becoming a household name. Offensive tackle David Sanders enters his junior season as the number one recruit in the country in the class of 2025. 
He holds offers from just about every major program across the country, such as Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State. A guy's going to be a first-round draft pick one day. That's, that's like my little big brother. Uh, he's my bodyguard. He makes sure nobody messes with me. But now nah, I love Big Dave, his family, and everything he provides for this team. It's that family-like bond that has this program where it is now. And this Charger family aims to be a well-oiled machine once the season gets underway next month. The program's the same, but each team's unique in uh, how they come together chemistry-wise. And then, you know, scheme-wise, really, you know, we'll find out what our kids are good at. And we'll try to focus on those things. The Chargers' quest for a three-peat begins in Uptown at Bank of America Stadium. They'll take on six-time South Carolina State champs Northwestern on August 19th. Gabe McDonald, Charlotte Sports Live. Well, no turf in sight tonight at Keenan Stadium. We had Wrexham and Chelsea facing off on the ACC ground. And before Jeremy Chin makes his home in Spartanburg for the next couple of weeks, he helps make a home right here in the Queen City. we got more CSL when we return. Uh, today, Panther Safety Jeremy Chin teamed up with United Healthcare and Charlotte Family Housing to have a special back-to-school event for local families. The families who attended were fed dinner and then taken on a shopping spree to prepare their kids for the coming school year. Games were also provided to keep kids active. You know, kids aren't active. All heck yes. breaks loose. Uh, we were just talking about this real quickly. <clears throat> Down in Spartanburg, yeah. she was asking me if I should wear my white shoes. I said, I'm going to because they're so comfortable, but I asked, should I also wear cleats down there? Would you wear cleats at training camp? Uh, for you? a bet, yeah, for okay. like money. We're going to come up with a bet. <laughs> All right, back in February, NC State's Carter Finley Stadium iced up the, their stadium for the NHL Stadium Series. Now, tonight, Chapel Hill, it, tonight in Chapel Hill, was Keenan Memorial Stadium's turn to host a non college football event and watched by millions, and this was pretty cool. Again. Yeah, it was. Wrexham and Chelsea taking the field inside the Tar Hill home, but on natural grass this time for a little international football, and it's part of the Florida Cup. So let's just jump right into this one. Third minute. The blue on the run, Nicholas Jackson with the setup pass to Ian Matson in the box. Chelsea takes the early lead there, much to the delight of fans, of course, because, well, they have a lot of fans. Chelsea oh, yeah. does. And uh, you're going to see another goal from Matson right here. Feeds it a great feed into the box, and this one was certainly a blowout. Wrexham loses. Chelsea wins 5-0. And some news concerning the hometown team, Charlotte FC. They announced today that the 24-year-old midfielder Nuno Santos will return to Portuguese top flight on a permanent transfer for an undisclosed fee. Santos played in nine MLS matches, but now joins Victoria FC. His lone goal came last season against Chicago. And you may be surprised with where Miles Sanders ranks among other running backs in Madden. We asked, you responded. CSL back in two. Uh, there are two more lawsuits expected to be filed in the Northwestern hazing scandal, according to a Sports Illustrated report tonight. ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips will be named as a defendant. Phillips was the Northwestern Athletic Director from 2008-2021. Of course, now he's the ACC Commissioner. But now we've got to talk about Madden. Obviously, Madden's release <laughs> of yeah. player ratings continues <laughs> for another day. And today it was all about the running backs getting their time in the limelight. Yes, that's right. We went around town today asking fans if they could guess how high their favorite Carolina Panthers were rated. Let's go. We're excited about the season. 85. 87. Oh, oh that was close. 87. You got it. Oh, that's crazy. You got that's real low. He's been a star for a couple of years now. I'm very surprised by that. I think Brian Burns is at least a 94, and I think he's got that respect around the league that he needs to be a little higher than 87. It's a little low. He used to be very solid. Uh, I think he dropped off a bit. 
uh, I want to say 84, 83. Is it? 83. Oh, wow. Awesome. There you go. <laughs> Is it 60? 75? 79. 83. You're I was close four enough. <laughs> okay, Jonathan Mingo. Oh my gosh, I don't know who is it. Uh, 90? I'll put Miles Sanders at a 92. What's Madam got him at? 86. That's bull. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's baloney. <laughs> oh, baloney. Watch your mouth, sir. Miles Sanders, though. Awesome. 86. I thought that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Time to get into our round robin style segment. Quick six. Six questions, 120 seconds on the clock. Mike Lissette, you're going to start us off tonight. You ready? Sure. Let's oh, do it. The enthusiasm. No, I'm just I'm trying to think of what Will Kunkel's rating would be in Madden. If he was 99 playing. club. All right, Aaron Mike. Donald. Will Miles Bridges be able to pick up where he left off when he gets back out on the court? I think eventually, but I think when we talk about him staying in shape, there's a difference between staying in shape, and shooting around, playing pickup ball with some guys at the Y versus playing in the NBA. I think that's going to be a challenge for him to get back into the game speed. Carla, breaking news tonight in NASCAR, Shane Van Gisbergen. Shane Gisbergen. Van Gisbergen. <laughs> SVG. Golly. Yes. Now going to be racing at the Indy Road Course. Your thoughts? I think the NASCAR Cup Series drivers are maybe shaking in their boots, especially the drivers that really need a win because he certainly came into the Chicago Street Course, won that race pretty easily. I think he's going to put up some good competition in that race. Could Cam Newton just retire, Mike, if he doesn't sign this season? You know, I'm of the belief that if the player wants to play, let them play. I don't, I don't think of Vince Carter as the old guy shooting threes on the Atlanta Hawks. I think of him as the guy that was dunking on the Toronto Raptors. He went out his way if Cam Newton wants to play and can deal with the fact that he won't be the man and go for it. Wasn't the question. <laughs> if he doesn't re-sign, if he doesn't find a place, should he retire? Sure, then yes. Thanks. There you go. Netflix has already said that they will renew their quarterback show, Carla. What QBs do you want to see featured next season? Joe Burrow at the top of that list. Josh Allen, I feel like that's an easy get. And uh, maybe a rookie like Bryce Young, maybe? Yeah, I'm going Aaron Rodgers. Always yeah. interesting, one way or the other. Mike, would you go watch the new Barbie movie? Without question, I would. You got Margot Robbie in it. The movie's Mike. getting good reviews. <laughs> and you know what? I'll double down. I'll go by myself on a random Tuesday when you can get the movie for like five bucks. You usually do that, though. Mike. Which yeah, I that's, usually that's, do. That's I don't discriminate thing. against movies. No right. way. Oh, man. Carla, who is the worst sports movie villain? I'm going to say The Warden from The Longest Yard. Ooh. That's a good one. Also, uh, Shooter McGavin. That would oh. be like a dumb, bad villain, yeah. Those are really good. <laughs> That's really good. All right, Mike. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Former 49er Alex Smith. High Smith is up for a QC crown tonight. He just agreed for a four-year, $68 million deal to stay with the Steelers. Now one of the highest-paid edge rushers in the league. But... Is it good enough for a crown? Second two. The NASCAR Cup Series is heading to Pocono this weekend. But before they do, we're talking to one of their drivers. His name's Kyle Larson. He just won an SB and is trying to go for his third win of the season. We'll talk about it all with him on Thursday right here on Charlotte Sports Live. But for now, we do our QC crowns. And Carla, you get to go first. All right, I love when the minor players get called up to the majors, and this one is actually a family friend from Fort Mill, Alex Spies. Drafted in 2016, didn't make it higher in the AA 
uh, era, retired in 2021 to focus on his mental health. He was actually coaching Little League just last year, and he got the call last night in his debut, 19 pitches, 11 strikeouts, striking out all three of the Rays All-Stars. Made a Rosarina, loses bad in this game as well. So, pretty cool moment. That is awesome. So, I am giving an anti crown tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to SUNY Morrisville. It's a Division three school. They changed their turf for the first time since 2006. And with all that time, they decided <laughs> to make it black. It's going to be used for football, lacrosse, soccer, and field hockey. I thought this was a joke. It initially. is a joke. It's stupid. <laughs> Like, tell me you haven't played a sport without telling me you haven't played a sport before. They're in New York, so I guess it makes a little bit more sense, but it's no, not going to get hot it. there. Exactly. Yeah. And it looks horrible on TV. Looks like a black and white game. Okay, well, we're going to do this tomorrow night. Night, bye. Bye, 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 bye. bye.